0: Hello, and welcome to the Special Needs Parenting SOS Podcast. My name is Nadia Tari, and I'm a mom of four with my youngest two kids having special needs. They have a very rare genetic syndrome called Allen Herndon Dudley Syndrome, and it's really similar to cerebral palsy. So basically, their brain works, but their muscles don't work right. So they can't walk, talk, or feed themselves, and they're fed through a G-tube. So I wanted to create a podcast where other parents who have a child with special needs could come to get some tips, suggestions, and encouragement. All right, in today's podcast episode, I want to talk about 30 days of Thanksgiving. I know what you may be thinking. Wow, 30 days of feasting out on delicious Thanksgiving food. I'm all in. (laughs) Well, nope, that's not exactly what I had in mind. So I'm referring to a mindset of being thankful first thing in the morning for 30 days. In today's podcast episode, I would like to challenge you to 30 consecutive days of getting up in the morning and starting your day by writing down three things that you are thankful for. If you think about it, there is always something to be thankful for. Always. And I personally can't think of a better way to start off my day than by thinking of three things that I am thankful for and writing them down. Now, I should clarify, not just three things every single day, but three different things every single day for at least 30 consecutive days. James Faust says, "...the thankful heart opens our eyes to a multitude of blessings." that continually surround us. Boy, isn't that true? So if you start your morning off first thing in a place of gratitude, that is bound to make for a better day. Let's consider for a minute the alternative, okay? You could get up and first thing, start worrying or stressing about something. But let me ask you that, this, how would that help you? Is worrying or stressing about something first thing in the morning, is it really going to serve you in any way? I don't think so. As a matter of fact, I know it won't. So if you were thinking, yeah, well, that's easy for you to say, you aren't facing an eviction. Or, I have no idea how in the world I'm going to make the electricity payment that was due three weeks ago. Or maybe you're thinking... Look, my child is in the hospital, and they're not doing very well at all. I just can't focus on being thankful right now. Look, I hear you. I totally understand. Life is really tough sometimes, and I acknowledge that 100%. Believe me, there have been many different situations in my life and with my kids where it was super stressful, really scary, and where it was a bit challenging to choose to switch my thoughts to focus on things that I was thankful for. So believe me when I say, I hear you. But no matter how bad things seem, there's always something to be thankful for. It may involve getting pretty creative, but I know you can do it because if I can do it, you can do it and i just love what tony robbins says he says when you are grateful fear disappears and abundance appears so by waking up first thing in the morning and in, in the morning and immediately putting our focus onto at least three different things more if you can but at least three different things that we have to be thankful for it sets us up to be able to better handle any struggles we may face later on that day. So we will already have focused on something good first thing in the morning. And my point being, if we start off our day with focusing on something that we're thankful for, it will be so much easier to continue to see other things that we have to be thankful for as the day goes on. And even if our day turns out to be an absolutely horrible day. Well, at least it started off good, right? I mean, we at least had a couple of minutes, first things first, <laughs> of being on a good note before things started to go downhill, right? Todd Stocker says, Thankfulness creates gratitude, which generates contentment that causes peace. And I'm going to say it again because that's a good one. Thankfulness creates gratitude, which generates contentment that causes peace. And I love that. So I want to tell a really quick story of something that happened to us last week. So I was taking the boys, Isaiah and Josiah my two younger boys who have special needs, I was taking them about 20 minutes north of where we live to a speech therapy appointment. They both had um, a speech therapy appointment back to back. And so, you know, it was about four uh, or no, actually, it was about two something in the afternoon you know, daylight, everything was fine. It was raining, but we got to the therapy appointment. They had a wonderful session back to back. And then by the time we were leaving, it was, it was a little after four. And it was still daylight and it was still raining, but no big deal, right? So we got in the car and then we're driving on I-5 headed south because we're headed back home. And I wasn't thinking anything. I mean, it was just like another day, a normal day. When we got in the car, um, it was perfectly fine. There was no issue. But as we continued driving on I-5 South, the window, the windshield started to fog up. And at first it was really slow, really gradual. And I thought, oh, it's okay, I can still see. And then, you know, two minutes later, it was, it was really fogging up. And I thought, well, it's only, you know, 10 more minutes and we'll be home. I'm sure we can make it. And then it just got pretty bad. And I was like, okay, look, I, I can't even see that well. I'm just going to turn on the defrost and we'll just clear this up, right? We're still on the freeway. We're still doing 70, 75 miles an hour. And so is everyone around us. Well, as soon as I hit the... And we've had this car for over two years. So it's not like a new car. You know, I fully know how to operate it. And we've never had any issues with it. It's a good car. But when I hit the defrost... um. It, you know, went to the cold because it either does the hot or the cold. And I, it's not like I said it to cold. It just instantly started doing cold. And within like literally two seconds, maybe three seconds at the most, the windshield went from me not being able to see out of it very well to it was as though someone took a huge white sheet of paper and completely covered the windshield. Like, I mean, I could see nothing. I've actually never been driving any vehicle where I couldn't even see one thing. I mean, nothing. And so naturally, my heart started beating. I got really scared because, you know, we were surrounded by semis and cars and everyone's, like I said, doing 70, 75, 80 miles an hour. And I wasn't prepared for my windshield to be completely white and I didn't know why it did that but it wasn't defrosting it like at all and so then I I naturally got really nervous and so I tried to um, you know speed up the the speed of which it was doing it because I think it was low on the setting was low like one or two and I tried um pumping it up to like 12 or 15 or 20 or you know just thinking let's hurry it up because uh, normally it doesn't take that long for the defrost to kick in but then I thought oh maybe it's because it's on the heat I mean it's on the cool maybe I need to switch it to the heat and um so I tried switching it to the heat meanwhile we're going over the ba-bumps Um, the other vehicles on the road are honking at us and I was like oh my goodness (laughs) I was so scared because I I just literally couldn't see a thing not one thing then I got the bright idea to roll down my window and stick my head out because that way I could at least see like what's in front of us and where we're going because let me tell you there is nothing like going 70 miles (laughs) An hour down a freeway surrounded by other cars and semis, and then instantly not being able to see what's in front of you. That, my dear friend, is scary. That's so, so scary. And especially having the other people honking at me because I started going over the bumps because I couldn't see how to stay in my lane. I mean, I was really, really scared to death. But, anyways, Moving on, when I stuck my head out the window after I rolled down my window, that was helpful to be able to at least see where I was going. But the rain was coming down in such a way that, uh, and with that speed, when it went into my eyeballs, it was almost like a little tiny speck of hail. Um, it wasn't like a big ball of hail, and and I wouldn't even say it was hailing, but it it was. I think it was the rain combined with the speed that we were doing, it was like stinging my eyeballs. And my eyes started watering because i they were like crying. You know, it's just our body's natural defense to protect our eyes. But I didn't know what else to do because I couldn't see how to drive without having my window down. Um, and And if I rolled it up, then I would just be looking at the white sheet of paper, basically, covering the windshield. So, and still the defrost thing wasn't working. I don't know why it wasn't working or what was happening. But I thought, okay, we are going to die if, in fact, I don't somehow get off of this freeway. I've got to find an exit. I've got to at least get past the semis all the way over to the right. So I'm at least able to stop the vehicle and figure out what's going on with this whole defrost. Right. You know, it was like I was in such a state of panic. And of course I was praying, dear Lord, please help us, please help us. So I continued to um, put my head out the window And just blink, blink, blink. I kept blinking to try to um, keep my eyes from stinging as the uh, rain was pounding into my eyeballs. Um, And then finally, I saw an exit coming up in about half a mile. And I was like, oh, sweet. So I just uh, (laughs) suffered through. I got all the way in the right lane. And again, people are still honking at us. Um, I just... I I had slowed down to like, I think I was doing 50 miles an hour because I was so scared. I was like, I can't keep doing 70 miles an hour when I can't even barely see where I'm going. And then finally, I was able to exit off. I didn't actually take the exit, but I pulled the car over into the triangle area between, you know, the I-5 going south and the exit. There's that little area uh Just just before you exit. Anyway, so once I was in that triangle area, I was able to put the car in park and then figure out what was going off with the defrost and make it work so it would clear the window. And as I sat there praying and thanking the Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you for you know not letting uh, us die, not letting anyone hit us, not letting us run into anyone. It could have been so easy for us to have run into a semi. As we went over the ba bumps, because like I said, I couldn't see where I was going. And, you know, we could have been instantly killed. It it was just such a scary uh, situation to be in. And so I just sat there um, when I was in that triangle area trying to work the defrost. I was like, oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (sighs) I was just, my heart was pounding so fast. It took me like at least two or three minutes to get my, you know, and I was deep breathing and all that stuff and to get me to the point where I could then, Merge back on to the freeway and drive back home because I I was just so scared and freaked out about what had just happened. Uh, talk about an adrenaline rush! But anyways, all of this to say, you know, I could have been crying, I could have been angry, uh, I could have been frustrated, but I chose to be thankful. Um, obviously, you know, we were we're okay. No one hit us, and we didn't hit anyone. And so instead of being angry at why the defrost wasn't working or, you know, just being sad and crying like that was traumatic, uh, I chose to stay in a state of gratitude and thankfulness because we were okay. You know, like I said, no one hit us and we didn't hit anyone. And I just prayed and thanked the Lord for keeping us safe and, um, So, uh, obviously, we made it home safe and everything worked out. But I just wanted to share that little story to say you can always, always find something to be thankful for. Now, Thanksgiving is next week. And I know that a lot of people will take a moment on that day to stop and reflect on what it is they're thankful for. And that is great. But why do we stop there? Why is it that just on one day a year that we take time to be thankful. Like, I don't agree with that part. The part of just one day a year, let's stop and be thankful. Now, it's better to be thankful one day a year than never. But I don't think that we should only stop and think about what we're thankful for just one day a year. Um, Actually, I think it's really sad if people are only focusing on things that they're thankful for or grateful for for just one day a year i really do believe it should be something we do daily constantly so my challenge for you is to start off your day writing down at least three different things that you are thankful for but my hope is That once you get in the habit of starting your day off that way, that you will continue to do it every day for the rest of your life. But if that's too much to think about, then just stick with the 30 days and say, okay, can I do this Thanksgiving thing for 30 days? And just try starting there. So think how much better this world would be if everyone spent just a moment or two thinking about what it is that they are thankful for in their life first thing in the morning. Don't you think it would have a huge effect over time? I sure do. So look, I know we cannot control other people, but we can control ourselves. So what do you say? Are you up for a 30-day Thanksgiving challenge? I would love for you to do this, so as always, I would love to hear from you, and do let me know. If you are going to do this challenge, I would love to know that you're doing it. If you are a parent of a child with special needs, I would love to have you join me in my private Facebook group. It's a safe environment, strictly for parents who have a child with special needs where you can get the encouragement and support from other parents who can relate to what you're going through. So the name of my private Facebook group is the same name uh, of this podcast and it's called Special Needs Parenting SOS. I look forward to hearing from you soon.